These are the Keishi Tapes. You Man and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Podcast called the Keishi Tapes. John Hewlett and the mighty Favaz. Hello. This is episode 150. How about that? Let's give each other a hand. Oh, my God. Literally a hand. I have, I'll lift you up by your buttocks I just for a second. Woo! <laughs> I, I can't believe we found that many interviews. How about that? We still have a lot more. Uh, I think we do. I'm, you I'm you have a lot more. You just you just haven't looked for them yet. I, I know. I got so many tapes down Come in the basement. On. So many in the basement. But they're on cassette, as I've explained before. Yeah, but those are fine. And, and they're not labeled, and you got to listen to each one. And, and my, I don't know how many cassette machines I've gone through uh, to try to listen to these things. And they they can't handle the. You just bring them here. Bring some here. We'll, we'll oh, listen then I have to, to it. I sit in this sterile ass room and listen to <laughs> them. That's no fun. At least at home, when I listen to them, I could be doing other things. Well, listen to them at home. Listen I'm to them. You, Ta- take a half hour and listen to a few, and just you know. I, I don't have a machine that that can listen to some. Oh, of them. you don't. You don't have. Yeah, the machines that I have, then they're, and they're they're the boombox. Fine, box. give them to me. I'll listen to them. I mean, I'll listen to a few. They're the boombox machines, and they'll play for a while, but the, some of the tapes have 90 minutes of, of tape on mm. each side. Well, and, the, and, and the machines aren't strong enough to drag that anymore, so all of a sudden it starts going... Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that, but, I mean, you never know. I mean, we've had some cassettes and some reel-to-reel, which we're going to use today, that sound really good. Yeah. you know, So you never know. This machine is strong enough to handle any of them, but anyway. All right, so this interview we're doing today, or this interview you did back in 1999. Yes. for With the band Great White, two members of Great White. Yeah, Jack Russell and Michael Lardy. And if I'm not mistaken, John, I think we recorded this interview in Gary Bennett's old studio. Uh, it was not live on the air. I think I, en- sure. I ended up playing it, but pretty sure they were in and uh, we did this. Uh, I remember where I was sitting. I remember I was sitting at the board and they were sitting all over to, to the, the right. to my right yeah. and they were right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was four years before the big great white fire at the station nightclub. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So are you somewhat amazed at how they've been able to get past that and still be a band that tours and people still love them? And I, well, yeah, I mean, you know, partly because it's Jack Russell's great white. He he's he's out on his own now, you know, calling it Jack Russell's great white. I don't know if 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 the band still calls it great white. It's 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 kind of weird, you know. But they still somebody uh, somebody tours behind it. A hundred people died yeah. in that amazing fire at that concert, and yet you hardly hear anybody ever mention it when it comes to the great tragedies of rock and roll and, and, right. and music history. Yeah. yeah, you don't. Nobody ever brings it up. Yeah, it's amazing to me. So right. here we go. Now, I okay. bring it up from time to time. Well, to thanks time. for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> and what their manager was found responsible or uh, uh, the I venue? Don't know. I don't you going to make me look it up? The owners, yeah, yeah the owners of the venue or somebody was found responsible. So I think somebody might have gone to jail. Well, all I know is that when I see, when I go into a venue and I see, you know, uh, stuff sprayed on the ceiling or whatever, I'm like, well, they great white, whited it. You know, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what you, come, and I remember the pageant back in the day, you know, uh, right after that fire happened, they said, you know, they had like little flyers uh, all over saying that, that they have taken precautions, you know, when they built the place. You know, fireworks yeah. can be. You know, it, it, you know the, the the station nightclub was a literal nightclub. Yeah. It was it like was Mississippi small. Nights. Yeah, it, it had was a, small. Had a roof that high, which was yeah, not very high. At not all. high at all. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. All right. Hey, it's Favaz, KG ninety five Real Rock Radio, and with me in the studio 
is Jack Russell and Michael Lardy from Great White. Guys, how you doing, man? Good, man. How you doing, bro? Good, good. Good to see you. When's the last time you've been in St. Louis? Oh, what what the day was that, Michael? Well, last time we were in St. Louis probably would have been... Uh, a couple years or so? 98. So it was last yeah, year. Yeah. All right. It was five years prior to an, a, f- a great fire we're going to have uh, that's going to kill 100 people. <laughs> no, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> Do you remember when Great White did that uh, that thing for guns? People brought in their guns. No, I don't remember that. When Bur- when I think Bird was doing the morning show. Uh-huh. You and Bird, and I did the. Uh, I was running the board. Do you do you remember that? That I remember. day? No. What happened? No, I don't remember. I, I think uh, maybe maybe we'll talk about it here. I don't know. I'll have to try to remember it. Uh, Great White has a brand new record. It's called "Can't Get There From Here." And uh, how many albums is this now for Great White? <laughs> Twelve or thirteen, I think. Something like that. Yeah, if you count that. Uh Tribute thing. The Zeppelin thing, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like 613. Yeah. I'm surprised you know that just like that, because a lot of bands go, uh, well. <laughs> well, you know, we, we've been briefed on this, see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this record was produced, I was just reading this, I didn't re- realize it, but it was produced by uh, Jack Blades from Night Ranger. Right. Uh, yeah. tell, tell the folks how you hooked up with him, because, man, not only, I, I, did, I mean, uh, everybody knows he's a great songwriter. Had no idea that he was into producing, too, so. Well, this was his first production yeah. thing, actually. He so broke Jerry with us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, actually, and was it painful? No, it was no really, not at all. It was a wonderful experience, actually. Jack's a, a very musical person, I mean, in, in every sense of the word. Um, we actually, we hooked up with him, Michael. We, we, you know, we did a tour with him back in, I don't know, when? 87. 87. Yeah. And, and we, we met him then, and we got along really well. And, and um, we hooked up with him again. I don't know, Michael went and... Got yeah. to touch them or something. Yeah, we called him up and he said, come to my house, because I was up in Sacramento. He lives in Santa Rosa, so it was kind of one of those things. Vaz, are you sure you had them standing up to the microphone? No, I did. <laughs> you know, it's funny. They're talking about Jack Blades of Night Ranger. Michael Lardy, who played keyboards in Great White, who's part of this interview, mm-hmm. ended up being in Night Ranger really? later on. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Actually, you did. Before then, Christmas. Yeah. And then we got talking. He needed some background vocals for the new Night Ranger record. Ah. That Jack would be a guy because he can sing high like nobody's business. Right. right. So they got hooked up, and he went out and did that. And uh, at that point, you were starting to work on a, We were finishing up that song with him. Right. And uh, it just kind of kept moving forward and forward, and it just was, the symbiosis was terrific. Yeah, so one thing led to another, and next thing I was like, hey, look, you want to produce a record? He said, yeah, okay, great. And this is his first actual producing, yeah, you yeah, said? Yeah. Wow. So is that tough, turning that over to somebody? Had, had uh, In the past, had you uh, been mainly in charge or, or produced your records or... Or is that easy just to, to put it in somebody else's hands and go, okay, lead us? I don't know if it was so much putting it into somebody else's hands. I think it was like a part of the, the team. I mean, yeah. the, the the band was so confident in having me engineer the record. So And and it, it just... The, the just re- kind of fell into place. Yeah, it was really yeah. great. You know, I mean, Jack was like... I mean, he's. I think it's good at a point... You know, this point in our careers, I mean, you know... You're so close to your own material that I think you need an outside ear to come in and go, okay, well, here's a, a fresh idea here, or let's take this. Especially an outside ear, right? That also does it. Yes. Know? Yeah. Not, not just an outside ear. Good idea. Yep. Yeah. A little bit, you know, farther than what you've been taking it. I don't think anybody's really capable of totally producing themselves, at least not for a long, long period of time. You need that outside intervention, I think, just to keep your music, just to keep you kind of growing. You know, Definitely. Did he uh, co- did he write any of the material? Did he co-write anything? Yeah, he co-wrote some stuff with us. It was like I think three three songs mm-hmm. on record or something like that. He co-wrote with us. He's a damn good songwriter. He's an excellent songwriter. You know, uh, there was a lot of things about Jack that I didn't really realize until we started working with him, and he's a very very talented individual for sure. Well, we're talking to uh, Jack Russell and Mark Michael Lardy from Great White on Casey, and uh, 
I was uh, just reading that uh, Great White now is 15 years old. Is that about accurate? Actually, like that? Uh, 82. So 82, 17. so 17. Yeah. Can you believe you're still doing it? Well, you know, yeah, this is always what I've ever wanted to do, and, and this band was the vehicle for us all to continue to do this, and, and there was never a point in, in our career that we ever thought, thought about, you know, quitting or, or doing something else. I mean, even when times got really hard, you just go, okay, well, this is what we do. You know, we're still making the music that we love to make, and that was what we, you know, we all started out to want to do to begin with. We right. a career at making music, and, and you know, you have some good times, you have some hard times, but, I mean, the bottom line is you're still doing what you love to do, and, and, and that's why we're doing it. I was going to ask you, you know. You know it's, it's amazing to think back that there was room in the rock and roll arena for bands like Great White and Night Ranger, who were not top-tier bands by any means, mm-hmm. but they could still get some radio airplay, sell some records, and have a career. Now, there's nothing yeah. like that. There's no room for even, there's, there's barely no room for the middle bands. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know, MTV was a big help to Great White, too. You yeah. know, I mean, they, they played that video once bit and twice shy. And, you know, they, they helped certain bands along the way, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but as far as today goes, I know. you're right. It, it makes you wonder, is rock and roll dead? Has it died? Yeah, I don't know. You know I really it, don't know. If it did, I don't remember where, where the funeral was held. But uh, <laughs> it uh, it doesn't seem to be alive at all these days. Yeah. 90s and everything and all these bands coming and going like crazy. Uh, a lot of the 80s bands are getting pushed to the side and stuff. Was there ever any thought that, hey, man, you know, hey, our time has come. Maybe we should just let it ride and, and go do something else? No, you know, that's exactly what I was saying. No, not at all. That's for, for this band, there was never a thought of that. I mean, you know, you just you realize that if you keep making music and eventually everything comes around again anyway. Yes, it does. You know, on ourselves or, or lost you know, faith in what we were doing. And I think that's what's kept us together as a group of people. You know, we just love to make music together. And regardless of whether we're playing at a club or whether we're playing at an arena, right. I mean, we're still doing what we, you know, initially started out to do. So, right. you know, by that... You know, looking at it like that, we've always been successful. Yeah. Uh, once again, the Great White Album is called Can't Get There From Here, and we're talking to Jack and Michael. And um, let's talk about uh, the relationship that you've had with Casey. You're one of these bands that uh, we go back with quite oh, yeah. a bit of time. Mm-hmm. Now, just uh, some of the things that I was sitting here trying to remember, I remember you playing uh, right here in the parking lot at Union Station. Station. Yeah, exactly. We were just talking about that when we were walking through. Station. Really? You remembered that when you oh, pulled yeah. in? And then, and then the other really cool thing I remember is uh, the Guitars for Guns campaign. Right. That was that? it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Guitars for <clears throat> Guns. Yeah. So what did you do? You bring a gun and they gave you a guitar? I, 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 don't, I don't remember. Maybe we'll find yeah. out here. That, that's cool stuff to do, isn't it? Yeah, well, Especially with the light of all these school shootings now. Oh, no. When that thing happened in, in Colorado, I, I was just like, for some reason, I thought of that day that you guys were here. And we had also done that in Denver as well. Yeah, just prior to... Uh, really? Wow, so you still do that kind of stuff? Or? I haven't in a while, um, just because of the fact that um, it's tough to get endorsers to come around and go, okay, we're going to give you this many guitars to do that. You know? Right. Um, huh, so it was a guitar yeah, for a gun. It was. Huh. Well, I wonder how many you ended up getting, how many uh, guitars you ended up. Gosh, I, I don't remember either. You know. Had a piece of you free. were there. Do you don't remember? I, I don't remember, you don't remember that? at all. You sure I was there? I'm, well, it was Bird. I know Bird was doing yeah. the morning show. You know, you yeah. were his partner then, so yeah, I don't know, maybe you were I, off that day or so. Or, you know, I missed a lot of stuff doing Cardinal games, too, you know. Mm-hmm. I can understand that because, sure. it's, you know, it's just a lot of money for them. But, you know, we're still, we still advocate gun control to a point. I mean, I, I don't think that, you know, guns should be banned, but I think there's, there's definitely needs to be some kind of restrictions on it. If you look at countries like, like England and, and like Japan, we don't have handguns. 
Right. I mean, the, the cops don't even lower, carry guns. Yeah, right. yeah. The crime rate is a lot lower, so there's something to be said for that. But, I mean, you know, in America, there's a lot of hunting and things like that. I don't know. I just think there needs to be a, a tougher look at it. I mean, they say, well... Do they hunt in England? Well, I guess they go, uh, for they go hound, uh, hound hunting, yeah, don't they? Uh, they, they? They take the hounds with them, and they oh, have yeah. those guns. Yeah, with, yeah. The, with the big old, like, uh, trumpet uh, yeah. ends of them. And, <laughs> No, it's the cartoons. What are, are they fi- are they looking for rabbits? Hares? Yeah. Wascally rabbits. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I never heard, you never hear yeah. much about hunting in in uh, England. If you don't have guns and only criminals will, well, up to a point. I mean, I think if they impose harder sentences, and, right? And really, actually, if the courts actually did what the courts are supposed to do, exactly. I mean, instead, of like, oh, slap on the wrist, you're out of here. Right. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. You know? Um, also, talk about um, the fact that you know Great White has been around for 17 years. You've been been, been been played on Casey now forever. The relationships between bands and radio stations these days. I mean, isn't it cool that that you know you can you can go away for a while, then put out a record, and a station like Casey is still around to well, get yeah, behind the Great White record. There's actually stations like Casey. We just wish there was more. You know, <laughs> I think um, a lot of stations. You know, there's there's so much of that whole um, corporate philosophy, that whole thing where. Oh, we have this guy and living in some town you never heard of, and he's like consulting and tells you what to play on your radio station. I think that's difficult, you know. Some stations can't get uh, beyond that, right? You know, um, I, I think it's always been about you know radio stations and rock bands. And at least that's what it's supposed to be. About. Yeah, that's exactly DJs. what it's supposed to be. I mean, if if it was up to me, if I could sit there and wave a magic wand and make things the way I wanted to make them, I'd say, look, you know, every DJ can make his own format and let them play what they want to play, right? Because that that adds personality. That would be God. cool. Yeah, I would love that. It would add a personality <laughs> to each jock. That's the way it was here. Yep. Back in the days when I yeah. first started here. Show, you know what I mean? It's right. Like, okay, well, this is the way this, this is the music this guy likes. And you get a lot different, more different kinds of music on the station. But obviously that's not the way it is. And, and But, you know, we're just happy that there are stations out there that, you know, will still take a band like Great White and go, okay, well, you know, so what, they came from the 80s, you know, whatever. But, I mean, their music is still valid. Exactly. I mean, that's all we've ever asked from a radio station is, look, play our song. Who's doing this? most of this talking? That's Jack Russell. Okay. That's a singer. I don't know the difference between yeah. their, their voices. Mm-hmm. Let the people decide. Exactly. You know, that's it. That's all we ever wanted. You know, we're not trying to ask for something that we don't, we don't think you know, we deserve. It's like, look, we made the song. Play it. Right. And if it gets a response, keep playing. If it doesn't, don't play it. Right. As far as relationships with radio stations, too, I mean, we always considered everybody to be our friends. Yeah. Because we were all working together. That's yeah, right. For a common goal. Yeah, exactly. That's right. We always did appreciate everything that station's done for us. Because, you know, that's it. That's playing your record. That's, that's the key right there. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, still like touring and stuff? Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Not, not tired Nothing's enough? changed. No, you know, I, mm. I think if we ever got to a point where we didn't enjoy what we did, that would be the point that we said, okay, yeah. know, let's, let's pack it up. Are you guys bussing it, or do, do you fly? We fly yeah, on the bus. Yeah, we fly on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The, the, the whole airline thing, man, I mean, you, when you have to fly, you fly. But when you right. don't have to, I want to stay on the ground. I hear you, man. Yeah. I hear you. And we're talking to uh, Jack Russell and Michael Lardy of Great White. Once again, the new record is called Can't Get There From Here. And it's uh, it's in stores, correct? Actually, July 6th. July 6th. Oh, I thought it came out like this week or next well, week. Went to radio this week. Okay. But, uh, yeah, July 6th. All right. So go out and get it and make sure when Great White comes back to St. Louis that uh, we'll check them out. And Jack and Michael, thank you very much, man, for thank stopping you, by sir. today. I really appreciate it. Yep. Jack Russell, Great White, and uh, uh, Michael Lardy. Uh, like I said, I don't think. They're not together anymore, mm-hmm. you know. So it's uh, it was kind of neat to have them to have them in, and then when you think about what happened four years later, it's even weirder, you mm-hmm. know. The fire at the station. So, yeah, yeah. Th- that was the name of the uh, nightclub. Yeah. So. 
All right, I'm John Ewell. That was episode 150 of the Casey Tapes. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man and on Instagram. I'm Johnny Hewlett. Hey, I'm Favaz. See ya. AMF. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.